In many ways, Debussy's prelude to the afternoon of a fawn changed the course of music history, but its source material nearly vanished without a trace. It was originally a dramatic poem, written in 1865 by Stéphane Mallarmé, one of the earliest of the symbolist poets. Mallarmé had hoped the drama would be produced by the Comédie Française. He revised and published it several times over the next ten years, but each time it was pretty much ignored. Debussy received a copy from a friend in 1876 and immediately saw the musical possibilities. He took Mallarmé's literary symbolism and transformed it into musical symbolism, using it to reinvent the orchestra, finding new harmonies, new rhythms, and new ways of ordering events. Like the poem, Debussy's music works more through suggestion than by any specific program. After the first performance, Mallarmé sent a copy of the poem to the composer, adding these lines. Sylvan spirit, if with your primal breath your flute sounds well, hear now the radiance when Debussy plays. End quote. Music director Essa Pekka Salonen leads the San Francisco Symphony in Claude Debussy's Prelude to the Afternoon of a Fawn.
That was The Prelude to the Afternoon of a Fawn by Claude Debussy. Essa Pekka Salonen led the San Francisco Symphony. The Stefan Mallarmé poem that was the inspiration for this piece was actually never produced on stage, but Debussy's Prelude was eventually turned into a very suggestive ballet. The ballet actually scandalized the Parisians, which wasn't easy to do, and Debussy himself never liked it. He thought it was too static and too explicit and not true to the music. In a moment, Essa Pekka will return with pianist Jeremy Denk for a piano concerto inspired by birdsong. You're listening to a broadcast concert by the San Francisco Symphony from Davies Symphony Hall. I'm Rick Malone. Olivier Messiaen once said that the birds are the opposite to time. They are our desire for light, for stars, for rainbows, and for jubilant songs, end quote. Messiaen had always been fascinated by bird song and had worked actual transcriptions of bird calls into many of his works from the very beginning of his career. But in the 1950s, Messiaen began reinventing his musical language in response to what he saw as the intolerance of the European avant-garde, which was led by his student, Pierre Boulez. Messiaen immersed himself in bird song, studying with eminent ornithologists and collecting recordings of birds from around the world. In effect, he was seeking musical inspiration in the juxtaposition of the rigorous logic of his other new interest, rhythm, against the natural flow and freedom represented by birds. Messia began writing Oiseaux Exotiques in 1955 in response to a request from, ironically, Pierre Boulez. The piece begins and ends with the cry of the Indian mina and the warble of the wood thrush, with a series of interludes, medleys, and piano cadenzas in between. Along the way, you'll hear 48 different species of birds, including the Virginia cardinal, Baltimore oriole, American robin, Chinese red-billed mezia, the Indian shama, and even the prairie chicken, along with music evoking their habitats and even their colors. As was usual with Messina, the nature and even the title of the new work were kept secret until its premiere in March of 1956. The piano soloist at that premiere was the woman who would later become Messiaen's wife, Yvonne Loriot. Tonight's soloist is Jeremy Denk, winner of a MacArthur Fellowship and the Avery Fisher Prize and a member of the American Academy of Arts and Sciences. He joins Esapeka Salonen and members of the San Francisco Symphony for Olivier Messiaen's Oiseaux Exotiques, Exotic Birds.
That was Oiseaux Exotique, Exotic Birds by Olivier Messiaen. Jeremy Dink was the piano soloist, and Esapekka Salonen led members of the San Francisco Symphony. Jeremy Dink has won numerous awards for his recordings of Bach, Ives, Beethoven, Ligeti, and Glass. His latest recording features two Mozart concertos with the St. Paul Chamber Orchestra. And he's also recorded Henry Cowell's piano concerto with the San Francisco Symphony and Michael Tilson Thomas on their American Mavericks recording. That recording is on SFS Media. He also created Soundbox Delirium, an online program on SF Symphony Plus. He's also a well-known writer on music. His essays have appeared in The New Yorker, The New Republic, The Guardian, and on the front page of the New York Times Book Review. I'll be back in a moment with the second half of this broadcast concert by the San Francisco Symphony, Claude Debussy's moody musical portrait of one of his favorite places. This broadcast of the San Francisco Symphony is made possible with the generous support of Fred Levin of the Shenson Foundation, in memory of Nancy Livingston Levin and Ben and A. Jess Shenson. Additional support is generously provided by the Acacia Foundation. Welcome back to Davies Symphony Hall for the second half of this broadcast concert by the San Francisco Symphony with music director Essa Pekka Salonen. I'm Rick Malone. Kaya Sariajo has spent her entire career pushing boundaries. In her student days, when she was the only woman in her composition class at the Sibelius Academy in Finland, when she joined up with fellow composers Essa Pekka Salonen, Magnus Lindbergh, and others in an experimental collective known as Korvat Auki, ears open, and in her time with the spectralists in Paris, studying and writing music that was kind of the aural equivalent of a kinetic sculpture. Her music has explored microtones, the relationship of music to noise, the physical phenomena of nature, and the acoustical properties of sound itself. She wrote Aile du Songe, Wing of a Dream, in 2001. She says, I have been very familiar with the flute since my earliest pieces. I like the sound in which breathing is ever-present and with timbral possibilities that befit my musical language. The instrument's body makes it possible to write phrases that go through grinding textures, colored with phonemes whispered by the flautist, which gradually go towards pure and smooth sounds. End quote. This piece is also inspired by the avian imagery used in many poems by the French writer Saint-Jean Perse. In particular, the phrase, scythe-shaped wing of the dream, this evening you will find us again on other shores, end quote. Now that line comes from his 1983 poem, Oiseaux, Birds. The concerto itself is in two parts, aerial and terrestrial. Claire Chase is a flutist, interdisciplinary artist, and educator, and one of Essa Pekka Salonen's collaborative partners this season. And now here she is, joining Essa Pekka Salonen and the San Francisco Symphony for Kaya Saariajo's flute concerto, Aile du Songe, Wing of a Dream. Thank you. 
You just heard Eil de Songe, Wing of a Dream, by Kaya Sariajo. Claire Chase was the flute soloist, and Esapekka Salonen led members of the San Francisco Symphony. Claire Chase co-founded the International Contemporary Ensemble in 2001, was named a MacArthur Fellow in 2012, and in 2017, she was awarded the Avery Fisher Prize from Lincoln Center. She's a professor of the practice of music at Harvard University, where she teaches courses on contemporary music, cultural activism, and interdisciplinary collaboration. She's also a creative associate at the Juilliard School. She's currently in the middle of a project she calls Density 2036, a 24-year commissioning initiative to create new repertoire for the flute, leading up to the centennial of Edgar Varese's influential 1936 flute solo, Density 21.5. Each year leading up to the centennial, she'll premiere a program of newly commissioned music, and in 2036, she will play a 24-hour marathon of all the repertory generated in the project. This year, she released a four-album set of the first five years. In a moment, Essa Pekka Salonen will return with Claude Debussy's moody musical portrait of one of his favorite places. You're listening to a broadcast concert by the San Francisco Symphony from Davies Symphony Hall. I'm Rick Malone. Claude Debussy hardly ever spoke about his childhood, but when he did, it was usually to talk about how he enjoyed the summers he spent by the sea. At one point, his parents had wanted him to be a sailor, but a neighbor who had once studied with Chopin discovered his musical talent and gave him his first lessons. Debussy's love of the sea never left him, though, and what he loved best about it, and what is reflected most in his music, is its unpredictability, its ever-changing nature. Debussy wrote La Mer, the Sea, in 1905. It's in three parts, From Dawn Till Noon on the Sea, The Play of the Waves, and Dialogue of the Wind and Sea. And even on the printed page, the music looks so much like a wave that Debussy asked his publisher to print the famous wave by the Japanese artist Hokusai on the front cover. It was only Debussy's seventh major orchestral score, and when it was first performed, many of his admirers were shocked. They felt that he had left behind what Michael Steinberg calls the mist-washed, unmuscular delicacy which they had most admired in his music. One of France's leading critics was worried that it was the first step towards what he called an Americanized Debussy, but Puccini called it Debussy's own revolt against Debussyism. Once again, here is music director Essa Pekka Salonen to lead the San Francisco Symphony in Claude Debussy's La Mer.
That was La Mer, The Sea, by Claude Debussy. Music director Esa Pakasalanen led the San Francisco Symphony. Esa Pakasalanen has recorded both La Mer and the work that opened this concert, the prelude to the afternoon of a fawn, with the Los Angeles Philharmonic for Sony Classical. You've been listening to a broadcast concert of the San Francisco Symphony from Davies Symphony Hall, featuring music inspired by the natural world. Claire Chase was the soloist in Calles Ariajos Food Concerto, El du Songe, Wing of a Dream, and Jeremy Denk was the pianist for Olivier Messiaen's Oiseaux Exotiques, Exotic Birds. Music director Esapeka Salonen also led the orchestra in two works by Claude Debussy, The Prelude to the Afternoon of a Fawn and La Mer. These broadcast concerts are produced by the San Francisco Symphony and music director Esapeka Salonen, President Priscilla B. Gieslin, and interim executive director Matthew Spivey. This broadcast was recorded by John Johansson and edited by Jason O'Connell, and the program notes were adapted from those written by James M. Keller and Michael Steinberg. National syndication of these concerts is provided by the WFMT Radio Network, and don't forget that you can visit the symphony online and find out more about the programs, the artists, and the orchestra at sfsymphony.org. This is Rick Malone. Thank you for listening, and I hope you'll join us for the next broadcast concert by the San Francisco Symphony. This broadcast of the San Francisco Symphony is made possible with the generous support of Fred Levin of the Shenson Foundation, in memory of Nancy Livingston Levin and Ben and A. Jess Shenson. Additional support is generously provided by the Acacia Foundation, 